All right. Hey, welcome back to another Get Geekish podcast, uh, fellow stay-at-homers, I'm assuming. Looking your way, right? <laughs> Staying home. <laughs> it's uh, so. it's Bino and Derek uh, for another Get Geekish podcast. And uh, hey, hey, Derek, thanks for joining us on the phone. Yeah, of course, of course. I'm a you know, long-time listener, first-time caller. Well, that's a lie. I called him last time. That's true. That's true. Uh, but uh, we, we decided we're going to do a little celebrity spotlight this week, a, a really groovy one, if I might throw that out there. Uh, it's a, uh, a an actor that has survived his, his own share of apocalypses throughout the cinematic universe. Uh, but uh, we are going to shine a little light on the one and only Bruce Campbell this week. Hail to the king, baby. <laughs> <laughs> he, I, I, anyone that doesn't know who Bruce Campbell is, he's probably one of the most quotable people I've ever met. Like, he has this weird, uh, I don't know what you call this, this delivery that is somewhere between Alex Trebek, a used car salesman, and like a superhero. <laughs> like, in the best of yeah, ways. Down. <laughs> uh, but, it, like, he's, he's just this. I, I want to say he has this almost swarmy delivery, but swarmy's not quite right the way it's 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 it seems like it's one of a kind. And from what I've seen from a distance at Comic Cons, because at the time when he was at a Comic Con that I went to, I didn't really have the funds to go see him. But from a distance, he looked like he was a very personable person that got or you know hung out with everybody and, and just down to earth, which makes you want to meet him even more. Yeah, I, th- I think when celebrities meet their fans and their fans rave about them, it makes me that much more excited about the celebrities. And and you actually uh, pull off a pretty mean cosplay of Mr. Bruce Campbell a few years back. Ah, yes. You little the, Ash uh, Williams. The Ash from um, Army of Darkness. Mm-hmm. And which was my first introduction to Bruce Campbell. I, th- I think it was mine, too. I, I think I'd seen him in movies prior to that, but that was the first one where I really recognized him, and he was, oh, that, that guy. But uh, for anyone that is yep. not a... Uh, well versed in Bruce Campbell world, uh, he is an American actor born in 1958. But the Evil Dead franchise and Army of Darkness, Evil Dead, Evil Dead Two, all those those were some of his his biggest movies. Um, and he's been in a lot of B movies as well, like even My Name Is Bruce. I, I feel like he was making fun of himself almost in that movie. <laughs> There's not almost there. It was just that's what the whole point of the movie was. <laughs> but. Also been featured. When an actor could do a movie like that too, that that to think that's, you know, like it says something about him. Yeah, and he was on Xena the Warrior Princess. He was in Hercules: The Legendary Journeys. Uh, he was in a big sitcom on USA called Burn Notice, which was thoroughly entertaining. Uh, he's he does voices in a lot of kids' movies. He he's really all over the place. <laughs> you know, when he was on. So my first introduction to Mr. Campbell was Army of Darkness. Um, I watched it at my cousin's house because her dad owned the VHS. So we watched that, and I was like, what in the world is this? Really liked it. And then my second introduction was when he was on Xena Warrior Princess, and then he had a spinoff show from that of Jack of All Trades. Um, Oh, I forgot about Jack of All Trades. Yeah, really enjoyed those shows. And just, I don't know, just like his personality. It's just one of those fun ones where it's like, you're a swindler, but you're not. Type of like you know you nailed it down with the car salesman school in the beginning. Yeah, and not not in an insulting way, just the way no, he can no, deliver no. lines. You you're like I don't know if I should believe you right now if you're trying to sell me some snake oil or <laughs> if you're trying to get me in the back of a windowless van. <laughs> <laughs> so 
you, you talked about Evil Dead, which is funny because I remember, you know, when I found out Army of Darkness was the third in a trilogy, I was like, okay. I went back and watched the Evil Dead, and when I was watching, I'm like, what am I watching? Because if you watch Army of Darkness and then go to Evil Dead, they are two very, very different movies. I, I, feel, I feel like Evil, Army of Darkness, they gave up on trying to be horror movies. I'm like, you know what, we're going to make this campy as all get out, and we'll add some right, fun to cause, it. Because, <laughs> I mean, Evil Dead was trying to be a horror movie, you know? Bruce Campbell and, you know, his buddy Sam Raimi, who we know from the Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire franchise, and um, Rob Taper, they raised um, $350,000 for a low-budget film called The Evil Dead. Um, you know, it, it was kind of, maybe it was bigger back then, I don't know, but it did um, gain a lot of stuff, like a lot of traction in England, where it became the best-selling video of 1983, which beat out The Shining, so there's that. But, I mean, you've seen Evil Dead. It's one of those ones where you're watching, you're like, at, at first it's like trying to take itself as serious like a horror movie, but when you're watching it, the acting, maybe because we're more well-versed in movies, mm-hmm. or we grew up with different movies, the acting is just like all over the place, the story's all over the place, the camera work is all over the place. It's almost like they kind of, kind of it, piece things together. That's a, that's what a lot of B movies are. I spent a lot of my youth watching USA Up All Night movies, and a lot of Bruce's, especially early work, would be in those kind of B movie categories. Which to some people that's an insult, but I think it's an entirely different genre. Most B movies are not trying to be cinematic blockbusters. It's doing what they can, Correct. having some fun with it. Some of it's because there's not enough money. Some of it's because they're actually trying to make it campy. Like, it's 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 not the same thing. <laughs> well, I mean, even one of his nicknames is B movie Bruce. So, mm-hmm. and, he, and he's, he he seems he seems down with like, hey, whatever, I'm doing my thing. And he's he's very right. multi talented too, because you see all the things he's been an actor for. I mean, he's been doing acting stuff since 1972. Uh, but he's mm-hmm. credited in uh, how many did I say here? I just lost it on my head. Back at my notes, 126 acting credits on IMDb. But he also has 26 credits as a producer, five more as a writer, eight as a director, four as miscellaneous crew members, four working the sound department, three as an editor, three in a soundtrack, two as a cinematographer, two as a second unit director, one as a makeup department. 26 thanks. 93 credits planning himself and 25 more credits of archive footage. So he has... Wait, 93 credits of playing himself? Yes. (laughs) I mean, he's filming a documentary right now called Dinner with Leatherface, being himself in it. Um, He's also playing in a documentary called Other Men's Careers. It's also supposed to come out this year. Um. Greatest cult films of all time, a Time Warp TV miniseries. He was the host of that. He was host of Ripley's Believe It or Not, host of the WGN Morning News as a TV series. Uh, and they go through these all kinds of stuff that he's just been himself. He's hosted things, been a part of things, and just played Bruce Campbell as part of a lot of different shows. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Well, this also does count like late night uh, appearances and things like that too. So it's not like... There's 93 movies that have Bruce Campbell. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, and then like, you know, of course he's been cameos in, in certain stuff. He was in um, the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies, kind of like a little cameo. We 
you know, it was one of those ones when Cloudy with a Chance and Meatballs came out. I'm sitting there in the theater listening to the mayor's voice. I'm like, who is that? I'm like, oh, it's Bruce Campbell. And it's so funny because, like, like you said, he has that wide range, but, like, it seems like he loves doing those B-movies because I think you recommended Bubba Hotep to me at one point. Sounds like something I did do. <laughs> yeah, because so that's the Elvis type of Egyptian one, right? Uh, but yes, I believe so, yeah. And then the the man with the screaming brain. I mean, there's just there's a lot of B-movies where you watch and you're like, what is this? And then you watch and you're like, okay, that was entertaining because, well, I mean, you and I have seen a lot of B movies that aren't that great. Yeah. And in fact, they should be like F movies. <laughs> um, but Bruce Campbell does like solid B movies and like his roles are always entertaining. I, I like some of his late, uh, recent cameos. Like he was, if you, do you remember escape from LA? He was actually um, the, the snake Plissken, the surgeon general of Beverly Hills. Like, he was certainly dolled oh, really? up with a bunch of makeup, but he was in that one. From Dust Till Dawn 2, The Majestic. But the ring announcer in Spider-Man 2, of course, you mentioned. Uh, Humane Society worker in The Lady Killers. Like, did not expect him to see him in that movie. <laughs> the Usher in Spider-Man oh, 2. The Mater D in Spider-Man 3. <laughs> he was the gatekeeper in Oz, the Great and Powerful. And then now, of course, he's got his uh, Evil Dead TV series now. He's in all the places. But just some unexpected places you see his face pop up. You're like, hey, Bruce. <laughs> well, and that's the funny thing too is Ash versus the Evil Dead, the the TV series. Mm-hmm. I started watching that, and it's great because like he kind of makes fun of his role in Army of Darkness, you know, but just kind of continuing with the campiness and, and the funness of it. And it's if you like the Army of Darkness, then you'll like Ash versus the Evil Dead because it's just a, it's just a fun series. <laughs> I find it funny that the last four things he's credited for as an actor right now are Ash vs. Evil Dead TV series, TV series called Lodge 49, a voice in the last Kids on Earth TV series, and a voice in the Tangled the TV series. So Which Ash, for, Ash, for, Ash vs. Like, Evil oh, Dead to the Tangled. Like, <laughs> yeah. like how, do you, how do you balance that in the same day? <laughs> You go into the, to the voiceover studio still covered in the staged blood from Ash vs. the Evil Dead. <laughs> Let's make some kids entertain. Wait, what set am I on? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's right. So, he, was, he was in Cars too. I forgot. He was Rod Torque Redline. Oh, man. We totally forgot about and It's funny because it's one of those ones, like you're saying, you're going through the thing. You're like, huh. Well, and I guess in Fargo and in Intolerable Cruelty, he is credited, uncredited for playing soap actors. So there must be, I'm trying to remember in Fargo, if there's like a scene where a soap was going on. He was, he was in that made up soap. He's, he's, he's got the delivery. He could pull that off. <laughs> Whoa. We'll have to got some technical glitches there. We're getting nothing but blah, 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 blah. Ah, the L-shaped scar on his chin came from fighting with his brother. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't so. know that. Here's what you, I don't know the whole story of it, though. Mm. It's a secret that no one will tell. Someday they will. <laughs> uh, you, you mentioned he's friends with Sam Raimi. Yeah, but he went to high school with Sam Raimi, so that's why he's also appeared in a lot of his movies. Um, and his... Uh, 
mantra is basically he never tells Sam no for anything, according to Goliath. Uh, <laughs> and one of his big mainstream leading roles uh, with the adventures of Briscoe County Jr. He was one of the title characters and he had a, a unique set of physical skills. Uh, <laughs> so we had to do a little bit uh, to learn how to do some physical acting there. He learned how to throw himself into a flip while hanging out of a Super 8 filmmaking buddy's high school. Uh, so during the audition, he busted out the flip time and they had actually used it in the show. This little weird, like, you know, stupid human trick type of thing he had to learn to get this part. <laughs> She's the <lead. laughs> And uh, you think of big actors, big movies, Sally Rise. In Army of Darkness, you know how much he made to make that movie? How much? It worked out to he made $17.12 an hour making Army of Darkness. Really? (laughs) Huh. He was probably making less than some of the extras that were uh, Screen Actor Guild members that were there just for little bit parts during that whole movie. (laughs) Jeez Louise, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of uh, middle American people like this, that you know, most actors moved to Los Angeles or New York City. He actually wanted to get back to nature after he got a little bit of success. So he grew up in suburban Michigan, and he built, uh, got a property on a lavender farm in Oregon over the desert in Southern California. And he actually built a little uh, movie set on his lavender farm. <laughs> I was going to say, it looks like he lives more in Oregon than anything. Mm-hmm. And actually, the the set for My Name is Bruce was actually shot on his property. That was where the movie uh, the studio or the filming area was done, production area. <laughs> huh. So, real quick, going back to the Sam Raimi friendship, because you said that he appeared in everything, you know, he, when Sam Raimi says, hey, mm-hmm. I want I want to do that. Um, looks like Sam Raimi originally wanted him to play the lead role in Darkman, but the producers refused to cast him because they didn't think he could handle it. Um, which, come on, have they not seen <laughs> him? I mean, seriously. Um, and then he's appeared in every project, including both TV shows and movies, until the mid-90s when his scenes from The Quick and the Dead were cut. So I wonder how that talk went, like, Hey, Bruce, I know we were in, you were in this movie, but we had to cut your role, dude. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Ouch. That's a bummer. He's also an ordained minister and has officiated matrimonies. I missed my chance to have him officiate my wedding. Dang oh, it. Man. <laughs> That's my wife. We can get a divorce and get married again just to have that happen. Think she'd be, <laughs> she thinks she'd be okay with that? <laughs> it's not you. It's me. I just want to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wonder if he's kicking himself on this. He was offered the role of Edgar in Men in Black, you know, the little guy that turns into the cockroach. Oh, yeah. Um, but he turned it down in favor of doing Tornado, which is a movie I've never heard of. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, we all, we all make our um, mistakes here. He also auditioned for the role of Shooter, Shooter McGavin in Happy Gilmore. That could have been fun. See, I, that, I, I, you know, in hindsight, I think that would be fun, but I, at the time, I'm not sure his style of humor and Adam Sandler's style of humor would have gone terribly well together. That's true. When you get those, the um, actors... Tornado, that, 
tornado apparently is an accountant set to produce an evaluation of a tornado research project, and the scientists running the project pursue tornadoes and each other. So, is it like a twister ripoff? <laughs> probably is. I, I vaguely remember hearing something or seeing a preview for a tornado movie, but uh, don't recall ever he, seeing he, it. He turned down Men in Black to do that. Hmm. All right. <laughs> How about uh, this for a, a blue-collar story somebody's got? In San Fernando Valley, after uh, they were able to film Evil Dead 2, they still hadn't gotten a huge financial windfall out of it, so he had to have gigs between his acting gigs. So he mm-hmm. took a graveyard shift as a security guard at an Anheuser-Busch uh, brewery out there. And then one of his coworkers finally recognized him from the Evil Dead movies. Like, wait a second. The guy in that movie, I work with him. <laughs> <laughs> He's he works the graveyard shift at the what this what? <laughs> Nobody would believe that. No, He's probably telling people that to this day, and they're like, "Baloney, Bruce Campbell didn't work at a overnight security guard." <laughs> nope, it is. It, it's weird too because you know we're thinking back to I mean when we talked about this too about movies where the actors think about it and they're like not nah, and how different that movie would have been had they said yes. Um. Or, you know, they would have been cast because he was apparently considered for the role of Ian Malcolm in Jurassic Park. But we know that is Jeff Goldblum's role. So that could have been interesting. Mm-hmm. He also was considered for the role of Jack um, Travern in Speed, but that went to Keanu Reeves. So that could have been a whole totally different movie Way right different. there. And then, of course... You also have him. He was the first choice um, for Pet Cemetery in 1989, but that role went to Dale Midkiff. And then he was considered for the role of John Nada in They Live, but that went to, uh, you know, Rowdy Roddy Piper. So, you know, some, some different choices on those movies, those could have been played out very differently had he been in them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, speaking, you, going back to the wedding officiating, you, you, you missed your chance. Uh, and so did I. But he actually has officiated a zombie wedding. What? Yep, at ZombieCon in 2010 in Seattle, uh, Campbell, wearing a red suit, married a uh, couple in their 40s who wanted to renew their vows that were dressed up in full zombie gear. So he officiated uh, renewing of vows, honest to God, zombie wedding. <laughs> All right. Those have got to be. I wonder if we can find photos of that somewhere. That sounds like something I'm going to have to have to find this week. <laughs> Did you know that you and him have something in common? You guys can talk about this. You're both left-handed. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about our devilishly good looks and strong chin lines. <laughs> yeah. <no. laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, here we go. Okay, so he he has a whole bunch of personal quotes and everything like that. Um. One of them, of course, is don't aspire to be a B-movie director. You'll be there soon enough. So, zing. Um, But he was talking about the Evil Dead trilogy, and he said, for me, the first film was frankly about learning how to act. I can watch the Evil Dead from about halfway on without cringing. When Army of Darkness came around, we decided to make a totally different type of movie altogether and make an action-adventure picture with the same imbecile. So, there you go. They kind (laughs) of switched gears midway through. (laughs) He's also got a, uh, you follow him on social media, he's very entertaining. He's got a website that looks like a movie trailer in itself, <laughs> um, but has links to all the stuff that's playing right now. Uh, 
and when he does some of his uh, tours, it's Bruce Campbell versus the audience. He's going to be at Hastings Press Conference. Uh, since he's an author, he's going to be speaking on the topic of fear. Uh, he's got a Q&A at Philadelphia Comic-Con. He's got Bruce Campbell's Spooky Empire Mayhem, uh, Arclight Q&A, all these different things coming up. I wish I could just go to see all of them. <laughs> and he has well, a new- he's got to beat... He's got to beat the apocalypse first, so we can go out and, and meet him. How, okay, well, I've got to I've got to add something to my cart now too, because I also realize he has a book out. Hail to the chin! Yeah. Further confessions of a B movie actor, updated with even more confessions. Paperback and ebook available now. Requiem for Ash edition. Oh. <laughs> See, if we had not done this, That's I would awesome. not have realized this this book was out. So now I'm gonna have to go buy it. Sorry, I'll let you know how it was. <laughs> That's that is awesome. You know what is one of those ones too is like when you're some actors deem that video game voice acting is below them, especially if it's the same character. Mm-hmm. He provides the the voice of Ash in all three games based on the Evil Dead series. Mm-hmm. So he he's he's not one to like turn down. He also um, did uh, voice talents in the Spider Man, the movie Spider Man Two, Spider Man Three, Amazing Spider Man um, video games as well. So. You know, that's pretty awesome when they're like, hey, do you want to re, you know, redo your role in a video game? Sure, why not? <laughs> Groovy. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to get that book, too. That sounds good. Because yeah, I, I knew about the first one we read about was If Chins Could Kill, but now they're having the second one of more confessions of a B-movie actor. I, I, I feel like I... Bruce Campbell's got one of those heads that I would like to be able to like know what's going on and what's he's probably got some stories from all over the place. Yeah, he probably does. <laughs> I guess everyone does a little bit, That's but awesome. he just his his stories sound really entertaining to me. <laughs> well, just imagine what he could teach us too. Uh, I have a feeling he could <laughs> teach us a lot. That's. <laughs> Derek and Bino. Wow, you know what I mean. <laughs> Learn to become men from Bruce Campbell. Coming to a theater <laughs> near you. Hail to the king, baby. <laughs> oh, this just took a horrible turn for the worse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, it's he's one of those actors that I, I think a lot of people don't even necessarily recognize him by name per se. But I get super excited every time I see his name or face attached to something. That's true. And I feel like anyone that really likes him, it, it's it's almost like going to a Comic-Con and you have the kind of obscure uh, show or anime or something that you're into and you see somebody else and you across the aisle like, oh, you, you too. You know about this? Yeah, yeah, we're best friends now. When I think that's the thing too is like when he does make a comic con appearance or something like that, you see, you know, everybody go to him and you and you just I don't know, it just makes my heart happy that people go to him and you're like, They know about him, that's great and then you like you just said, you have that, you know, that same little like you you know this, you know this? Because, yeah. you know, especially with the movies now like, you know, Evil Dead, Evil Dead Two and Army of Darkness you try to get like this new generation that's all fangled up on the CGI and everything. Mm-hmm. Mm, then they might not, you know, appreciate those films. 
Yeah, if anyone, yeah, the uh, we'll say somebody that's younger now that's just watching the new TV series. Oh, I should go back and watch the original ones. You're like, I, I hope you get the same thing anyone else got out of it, but you might be slightly let down if you're into the production value and high level things of some of the newer stuff. Yeah, which is it, it's. I mean, for it, it feels like it's a moment in time. Like for what it was, it was amazing, and it's still amazing. It's always going to be amazing, but it might be lost on some of the newer generations for it. That's true. That's it's, it's sad, but true. Because <laughs> I still, I still think Army of Darkness is probably one of the most quotable movies around. I, I, I end no, up, I end up, I end up forgetting great. a lot of them. But every time I hear one or see one or what, when I watch it, I'm pretty much talking in Army of Darkness quotes for days afterwards. <laughs> well, and it's fun too, because you know when when I cosplayed Ash from. Evil Dead or Army of Darkness, people were, you know, yelling quotes from across the, the room, and it was great. <laughs> Referring to things as your boomstick, you know, always a good time. Yep. Shop <laughs> smart, shop as smart, you know. Uh, it's great. <laughs> I wish my brain worked better now because I, I'm trying to find out some of the quotes so I actually don't screw them up because I know that there's you know no bigger crime than you're trying to quote something like that and you misquote something because then everyone jumps down your throat and calls you horrible names. So I'm trying to avoid doing that in the way my brain's been going with the, the nonstop coverage of crap on the news and things I have to deal with at work. It's, my brain's a little on the fuzzy side right now. I think the whole world right there with you. <laughs> I think, frankly, we just need to go, you know, Mr. Campbell... We know that you're busy, and we want you to stay safe. But if you could help beat this apocalypse, that'd be great. <laughs> Can you find us a Necronomicon that'll do something about this? Could somebody read from the book? Can you reverse it? Hey, you know, maybe maybe one of his quotes we could actually use from uh, uh, Evil Dead series. I know you're scared. We're all scared. But that doesn't mean we're cowards. We can take these skeletons. We can take them with science. Okay. Translate that go. to today, right? Just change skeletons yep. to viruses, and we're good to go. We know, we have the hero we've been looking for. <laughs> he's not the he's not good bad. He's the guy with the gun, but now he's good bad. The guy with the cure. Yeah, that works. <laughs> Give us all some Bruce sugar, Campbell, baby. Did you know you're a hero? Because <laughs> you are. You, you do now. <laughs> Bruce Campbell, the hero we didn't know we needed. I, I feel I feel like that's that's the perfect the perfect the the perfect end of this whole whole situation. I agree. I agree. We, it's we, time we, to, we uh, spent twenty five minutes fanboying over Bruce Campbell, and now we used to go watch some Bruce Campbell things. Yeah, I was gonna say now it's time to go stream Jack of All Trades because I really enjoyed that show when it was on. It was so much fun. Yeah, and I, I there was. Uh, I really enjoyed Burn Notice. I wish he was a bigger part of Burn Notice uh, because the main character I didn't like quite as much, but I really liked every time that Bruce Campbell showed up. And it was a it was Just a fun it was a fun story. What's that? Just fast forward to those parts. Well, yeah, I mean, certainly the the main character <laughs> had a, you know was he was the main character obviously, and it wasn't like he was a horrible person. I just didn't enjoy his character as much. But you know, beside the point. Beside the point. <laughs> You, you were watching Burn Notice for Bruce Campbell, and it just annoyed you when all the other characters got on the TV. I got it. That's probably the case. That's 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 my Bruce addiction. And when My Name is Bruce came out, I didn't even know it was coming out. I was uh, I think I was just walking around a 
mall or something like that, and I saw the cover. Didn't even look. I just picked up the covers. Oh my god, a Bruce Campbell movie! And I just bought it. I didn't even know what it was about. What anything? Just <laughs> so I was facing the cover, and it was new. I'm like, mine. Okay, deal. And you were not disappointed. I was not. It was. It was not. But, yeah. Yeah. We'll t- <laughs> look, look, we we had the perfect ending, and then we ruined it by continuing to talk about Bruce Campbell. Seems like us. Yeah. <laughs> Off the rails. Whatever. <laughs> But uh, let us know. You know, join us on the the socials because we, we all have time right now. So jump on Facebook or Instagram or something else. Let us let us know what you think about Bruce Campbell, your favorite Bruce Campbell role, your favorite Bruce Campbell quote, uh, your story about the time you met Bruce Campbell and he said something weird to you, the time he officiated your zombie wedding. Oh God, I missed my chance. <laughs> you know, I feel like I had. I, I, <laughs> I have a weird desire to have like Bruce Campbell have my voicemail greeting. Right. <laughs> hey, this is Bruce Campbell, and you've reached Beto. You leave a message right now. <laughs> that's that's a terrible impression. It wasn't supposed to be impression, but you know you get him throw down. That's true. He he would he would make it sound pretty good. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> there we go, Bruce Campbell. Keep digging, keep digging. Yeah, celebrity spotlights this week. The Get Geekish podcast. Bruce Campbell. We love him. Let us know what you think. At Get Geekish, and uh, we'll uh, we'll talk at you next week, huh?